All right. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. So here we are at the Digi Podcast uh, on the road at Rachel Klein's place here in the South, in an undisclosed location in South Philly. Thanks for having me, Nicole. Hey, no problem. And you are Rachel Klein, and I am Nicole Yates. Yes, you are. I am. I am. And uh, we have uh, Oscar the cat is uh, roaming around here somewhere. He is. He's by my feet. Oh, is yep. he over there? Yeah. Trying? He's not roaming currently. No. Well, he will be. He will be. I'm sure he'll be in my bag before I leave. Yeah. You, we should check that before you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Meowing. I think we'll give it away. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, you know, people might not know who you are. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say know a little... who I am? Well, I know. Just wow. Kidding. Well, there might be one or two, <laughs> oh. but... Uh, so I'm just going to go over a little bit of what you do, yeah. and then we can take it from there. Sounds good. So uh, you own a restaurant... I do. Uh, ...in South Philly called Miss Rachel's Pantry, and it is vegan. It is. And you do uh, farm, farm, farm style? Farm, farm style? table dinners, yeah. Farm, farm table dinners. Yeah. I get that. That term, for some reason, won't stick in my empty head. Um... And, and that's awesome. So how many days a week are you open now? Um, for dinners. We do mm-hmm. Saturday night dinners where we seat 12 people uh-huh. at our farmhouse table. Okay. We do a different four courses every Saturday night. Other than that, we don't have walk-in hours currently. Uh-huh. We have our meal delivery service um, throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do private parties and catering. And so weddings. And weddings. Lots of wedding catering. It is the season. Uh, so we keep very busy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, for for those of you who don't know me or you, I, I used to help you out with with some things, and uh, yeah, you do keep busy. Yep, yep. Back when we were even smaller potatoes than currently. Yep, yep. Right out of the kitchen. Right out of the kitchen. So. And that's something that we have in common because we both ran food businesses out of our kitchen. For a for a hot minute, yes. Right, for a hot minute, yeah. <laughs> for a hot minute until we were like, no, not anymore. No, I can't do we it need anymore. Real kitchen. Make it stop for the love of God. Make it stop. Uh, you know, actually, like, I have tendonitis on my shoulder from that. From rolling out the pierogi dough. From rolling pierogi dough. I have, like, all together, I have carpal tunnel in my left wrist and tendonitis in my left shoulder. My back is messed up, and I think there's something wrong with my ankle. <laughs> and it's all from all be- that. All because of pierogies. Pierogies. You're still um, Nicole Pierogi Lady in my phone. I, I believe it. you are wondering. People still call me. For pierogi orders. For pierogi they were, orders. They were a big hit. They They were. They were pretty popular. Uh, at one point, I actually realized I did some. I crunched a couple of numbers Crunchy. just when I was at work, you know, not working. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I realized that at one point I was doing like two hundred dozen a week. Jeez. Because it was like I would do eighty dozen at Greens Grow, and mm-hmm. then sixty-five dozen uh, a week at least for PYT. And then there was like twenty-five dozen I would do for Gray Lodge, and then there were like regular orders, and then. It was a lot. There's a lot. You were rolling in the dough. <laughs> there you go. And, there you go. and you're the funny one. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, this is audio. <laughs> they can't tell that. So, um, yeah, I, do, I don't miss being constantly covered in flour, though, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice change of pace. It is. It is. And that's actually how we met. It is. At the Greensboro Farmer's Market. Yeah. Farm. Greensboro Farm, Farmer's Market. There. Yeah, it seems a little redundant, doesn't it? It does, a little, a little, little bit. bit. But we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, you used to sell those sandwiches. Uh, they were awesome. I did sell sandwiches. A lot of sandwiches. Not as many as you sold pierogies, but, uh, you know, slowly and surely getting the people yeah. of Port Richmond and Fishtown to eat a vegan sandwich. Yeah. And a small feet. Yeah, I, I helped you sell some sandwiches. Yeah. I think my, what was my pitch? Vegan food usually tastes like shit, but this is really good. Eat it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, really? All right, I'll get a sandwich. That sounds like something you would say. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Because you gotta admit, I mean, your food is awesome, but some vegan food, I'm just like, ah. Oh, well, I, I what are you doing? <laughs> you know? I think it's the case with kind of like all food, you know. You Absolutely. Can, you can get really good food. Yes. You can get pretty mediocre food, and you can get downright shitty food. Absolutely. I, I think I think what 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 hurts with vegan food sometimes is that like because people aren't used to it, they mm-hmm. don't they don't even think of that. Right. They just think like it's just like pizza. Like you get shitty pizza, you get really good pizza, but it's pizza and you're familiar with it. Right. But like if you get like a if you get like a seitan wings and they don't cook them all the way, and you're like, why am I eating this this hot sauce covered marshmallow? Uh-huh. It, you know, you just think, oh, I'm eating shitty food. Yeah. Right. And I think I think that's that adds a little bit to the stress of of what we do because every single time we make a meal, we could be someone's first experience with vegan food. Right. So it's kind of just like, don't fuck this up. Right. Because you can only give one person the first tofu. impression. 
once, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if it's bad, right, they're never going to eat tofu again. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My my cousin Julie dated a kid who was a vegan, but he was also like a huge jerk. Uh huh. So, so a jerky vegan. Well, he was a jerk, but he was also like it, like the vegan was the kind of just like a sidecar, but because they're they they weren't really familiar with that, they sort of linked the two together, and uh, yeah, he he was he was a jerk. Oh but, man. But she married a nice guy. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. 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 Julie. Um. But anyway, um, so yeah, so yeah, we met at the farmer's market, and uh, and you you were already off and running at I that was. point. I was using the kitchen at uh, Greensboro. They had a rental kitchen that I was using, mm-hmm. and uh, I was up in Fishtown a lot. I guess that's Port Richmond. I'm not really sure. Oh, uh, were you using the one on Cumberland Street? Yes. Like Trenton and Cumberland? Yeah. Yeah, that's Fishtown. Yeah, I was in Fishtown. Yeah. That was a fun time in my life. <laughs> As she shakes her head, though. Yeah, it's a it's stressful uh, working out of those kitchens. It's it's very stressful. I don't know how you did it. I I'd be strangling people. You know, I'm not gonna tell you where I hide the bodies. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so currently, I'm not. I, I I am stationary. I am not like a turtle carrying my my house on my back. Right. I we have our space on mm-hmm. West Pashyank Avenue. Mm-hmm. I've been calling it Passyank lately because I feel like. What the hell is a Pashunk? But um, no. I, I know, I know. It depends on who you're talking to. Um, but we're we're in West, on West Pashunk Avenue, mm-hmm. um, and it's really nice to have a home base. Oh, most definitely. To, yeah. To know that like you can leave work at work for the most part. Yeah. And go home and lay on your sofa and not be covered in flour or uh-huh. you know. At, like your your latest trip to Jetro is like sitting next to your sofa. <laughs> I don't even have to go there anymore. Really? Which is magical. Yes. You, you don't go to Jetro at all. I never, no, I haven't been to Jetro in like two years. It's been the be- probably the best development. Wow. In, in this whole moving to an actual place is that people can deliver things to you. You do not have to go to them. That's awesome. Which is epic. And I guess that means you're legit now. Too legit to quit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about how you like your road to your road from the kitchen to mm-hmm. the restaurant. Okay. So when you started working out of your kitchen, was like what was your in your mind? Did you have like a step like stepping stones that you wanted to do, or were you just kind of like I need to get the hell out of this kitchen and get a place? Well, yeah, I mean, I was using a shared kitchen, mm-hmm. and then I was using another shared kitchen, and then I knew that a new that a, a physical location was coming along, so it was only a little bit of time that I was actually here with you, mm-hmm. and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it was a stressful couple of months, mm-hmm. um, but the plan was all along to have a place, and I wasn't sure in kind of what capacity. Do we want to have a restaurant? Do we want to just do catering? Is it possible to do both? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's there's a lot of hours in every day. Um, yeah. You yeah. can make it. You can make it work. When we first uh, moved to the new place, um, we had walk-in hours, mm-hmm. and we are kind of in no man's land over on West Patchonk Avenue, where there's a car dealership, and a daycare, and a mechanic. Okay. And it's that's it. Um, so on our little island. Walk-ins didn't really work, and okay. we were realizing that with our teensy little kitchen, which has a height requirement, nobody that works with us is very tall. It's very, <laughs> very small. Um, you know, we, it wasn't really possible to do both, and mm-hmm. the catering was is was and is doing awesomely, mm-hmm. and the Saturday night dinners are really good, and being able to have a really pretty, homey, cute, for lack of a better word, space for people to come have private dinners, you know, celebrate um, their wedding coming up, or a baby shower, or a birthday, that's really nice. Um, so instead of being in, in no man's land, we can think about it as being a little oasis, and there's free parking. So oh, free parking. In South Philly? In South Philly. In South Philly, free parking, and, and it's, and it's like, plentiful? It's it's fairly plentiful. That's, that's, in South Philly? Yeah, in South Philly, I'm oh. I spend more time looping around looking for spots. I know. Like I, I do a, I do a mic at Ethan Fitzwater on Wednesdays, and I have to go there right from work 
even though signups aren't until 7.30, because if I go home and come back, in that short amount of time, there's it goes from like 10% parking to like negative 6% parking. It's awful. It's, it's so horrendous. Bad. It's really bad. It's horrendous. They just need to like, I think, I think this is my idea to fix the parking problem in Philly. Mm -hmm. um, every six blocks, mm -hmm. you knock the block down. <laughs> you build a giant parking structure uh -huh. that goes maybe a couple of floors under and like 16 you know flights up okay that way everybody can park their cars in there uh -huh. and the cars are you know looking for spots and stuff uh -huh. and, and there's less people and, and well there, yeah look that you can actually like drive around without you know afraid that you're going to hit someone because they're you know sticking out too far or you know, double parking on Broad Street, my personal favorite. Oh, I hate that. Triple parking. You know, we, I think that there should be lines painted for spots because there's so many, like, little tiny cars on this block taking mm -hmm. up, like, three spots. And it's like, how did, how did you do that? How did you manage that? They do that in California. I actually got a ticket because of that. Because you parked on the line? Well, what happened was I was on no rooms, and what they do is that they, they paint those brackets uh -huh. for you to park in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's meters. And... Since I'm from Philly, when there's a, when there's meters, what do you do? You pull up to the car mm -hmm. in front of you, and then that meter, which is closest to the front of your car, is your meter. Exactly. Well, I did that. I pulled up to the car in front of me, uh -huh. and I put money in the meter, and then I went to the show I was going to, and I even had an alarm on my phone to remind me to put more money in the meter. And I go back, and there's a ticket on my car, and I was like, something. So, um, and, and I got the ticket, like, two minutes after I parked my car. I'm like, I don't understand. I look closer and here what happened was the guy in front of me parked outside the brackets. So so I parked outside the brackets because I just pulled up right behind him uh -huh. and then I got the ticket. So so they can give you tickets for that. Well, they can ticket you for anything. Did, yeah. you, did you see the article recently about the guy who got ticketed before he even got out of his car? Oh, I saw the headline but I didn't read the article. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Where was that at? Uh, you know, I, I don't recall, but it was in the city, huh. somewhere. I was up in New York, and I had a show, and uh, I was I got this great parking spot, like, two two things down from where my show was. Uh -huh. But I was super early. Magic. Huh? It's magic. It really was. So yeah. I was. I was like, holy shit, you know, yeah. and I, like, triple-checked the signs and everything. And, uh, and I was sitting there in the car. It was, like, really cold out. And I was just playing with my phone, and I... Like just happened to look up and look to the left, and there was a parking enforcement guy like looking at me, like looking at the car, and then he looked up and he saw me, and he was and he was like, oh. like bust. Yeah, like, he couldn't go. His plan was foiled. Mm -hmm. He ruined it by sitting there. Yeah, basically. I wonder if like the car running was a was a giveaway. Well, the car wasn't on. It wasn't on. Okay. It was it was not. But I was in it. You were in it. And I and down the court. And and in my in in in, in Yeti's rules of travel and traffic, uh -huh. nothing should actually start happening until you exit the car. Yeah, that's uh, accurate. I, that's what I always thought, you know. Yeah. Just like that's when why the, you should be in charge of this. That's right. Yeah. I mean just like when the light is yellow, it just means hurry up. <laughs> it's almost red. And my mom says that's not what it means, but I think she's wrong. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Hurry up. Hurry up. Oh, Oscar, Oscar. Oscar's making no appearance. It's a shame. I think he would talk if he, if he could. <laughs> I'd be afraid of what he'd have to say. Me too. Um, it probably wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> so, uh, so let's get back to the, to, uh, to the, let's talk a little vegan cooking. Okay. So, um, you basically been cooking for yourself since you were a tiny, tiny little kid, right? I was a wee one. Yes, I have, uh, I am a vegan person yes. nowadays, uh, but I was a vegetarian person. From a very small age, so um, from from age five, I think that's what the family says that I was the weird little kid uh, who would cook the family meatless meals, um, and I, I don't know. I guess they were happy about it. They didn't have to do it. Yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, I, I wasn't really picky except for I wouldn't eat meat. So right. I ate all the vegetables and stuff. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So I did that for a while, mm -hmm. and actually, side note, my mom is vegan now. No way. Yeah. Ah, check so that that's out. that's kind of cool. She's the one that, you know, I guess both of my parents decided it was okay that I was a vegetarian. And my dad fed me peanut butter noodles 
all the time because well, he was afraid about protein. Right. Well, I mean, your, your dad, your, your dad's a food critic. He's not a critic. He's a writer. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. That's right. Yep. That's right. Your dad is a food writer. He's, he's not a, a critic. He's not a critic. That's right. Although um, everyone's a critic, wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Um, but he has a little more experience with food than, say, like just like a parent off the street that like works at like I don't know, no, in an office doing staples. Yeah, staples or something like go. that. Yeah. So I guess he he was a little more informed than. I think you know. I think I think a little more open minded. Yeah. Maybe not informed. A lot of peanut butter noodles, like I said. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do need protein. Yeah, yeah. you do. But uh, but yeah, my my mom was was cool with. No, okay, weird small child. Here's the stove. <laughs> um, my dad took me to a couple cooking classes, which was neat. Cool. And uh, yeah, so that's how that's how it's been. I worked in restaurants for a real long time, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of nice to have your own. Yeah. I think my favorite part is that how often do you get to control pretty much everyone who's around you at all times? Uh, unless you're like a head chef in a restaurant, never, <laughs> never. It's it's yeah. pretty nice. So it's kind of like oh. You're, you're an asshole? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to spend my time around you. Right. Um, and so, you know, I've worked in a lot of places, um, worked with a lot of assholes, mm-hmm. um, and now I don't have to. That's, and that's pretty great. Pretty amazing. Like, oh, I like you, and you're really nice, and you're very good at what you're doing. This is, this works. This works really well. That's Although awesome. you do have to fit the, if you work in the kitchen, you do have to fit the height requirement. Right. Um, so that if you're really nice and really confident and really tall, it's probably not the best place for you. Um, that's right. Nice. Well, what are uh, some of the uh, some of the place, some of your favorite places over the years you've worked? And what do you think kind of like help? What What did you bring with you? You know. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, my all time favorite job that wasn't it wasn't vegan, um, and it wasn't this job that I currently have, which right. is obviously well, yeah, that'd be number the one. real favorite. Right. Um, I worked at the Pink Rose Pastry Shop, which is no longer. Uh, it was at 4th and Bainbridge for a really long time. And I worked there for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to, I was a server, I was a manager, I made myself home fries at night time. Nice. <laughs> they had snacks. Um, and, and they had pastries. And you get tired of the pastries and sometimes, sure. you know, the cook goes home and you want to just play around in the kitchen. Um, and so that was, that was the best job that I think I've ever had in food, um, just because it was, there was such ownership in what you were doing. So I know it doesn't sound like much, it's like a little cafe and, and pastry shop, but no, it was, that was like, great. it was great. And I got to do a lot, you know, from like counting out and doing the deposits to just having my regulars. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was really great. And I met, um my sous chef slash pastry chef there yeah. who uh, was I think she was interning when I was in my last year of working there uh-huh. and we stayed in touch and then um, she worked at some fancy pants places um, and then we got in touch for real about two years ago and we've been working together ever since oh, very which cool. is really cool so Pink Rose fond memories um, yeah, it's not there anymore. It's a candy shop now. It's an awesome candy shop, actually. Is it awesome? It's it's, it's great. It's um, it's like a candy by the pound place kind of, uh-huh. but they have like, you know, regular candy, but they have a lot of penny candy. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah, just yeah. stuff that you haven't seen since you're like a little kid, and uh-huh. all kinds of like licorice stuff and like sugar candy and like fizzes. I got fizz. you. Yeah, like yeah. just like old candy you haven't seen in like forever, and then they sell some ice cream too. That's cool. So in Philly, and Prop Theater was like up at the up at the next corner. I would go there and like get a bag of candy and like some ice cream when they sold like the Mexican Coke in the glass bottles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a neat place. It's not it's not exactly cheap. Well, but it's street. Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's but it could be more expensive if they wanted it to be. if they wanted it to be. So I have to say it's like it, you know, I mean they got to pay their rent. You know, selling candy. Sure. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk um, about parking though. Yeah. Man, that job was one where if I I would like spend. The extra half hour and walk, oh. just because the parking around there is horrendous. Real bad. I got my I got a scooter back then, mm-hmm. and I got my first scooter ticket <laughs> for parking in front of the building. Really? Yeah, and back then, like I guess, I guess it was like in 05, 06 that it, it was ticketed, and nobody was really riding scooters, and 
They didn't know how to handle it. So they're just like, oh, you're on the sidewalk. You shouldn't be on the sidewalk. $40 ticket. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sucked. Um, that was a good job. Yeah. I liked it there. Yeah. Nice. So you, you think it's true that, like, the restaurant industry is, like, the crossroads of the universe? Like, you're just constantly, like, people are in and out that you just haven't seen and they just pop up and you're, you know, you work with somebody here and then you, you don't see them for a while and then they're working at the restaurant next to you or, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think, yeah. and I, cause I think it's also, you know, the people who stick with it. That's what, you'll see them over and over again. Uh-huh. Some people, it's a, it's a transient thing, you know, you, sure. you serve and then you get a grown-up job somewhere else, like you call it a grown-up job, right. kind of tongue-in-cheek, but sure. um, I get to have pink hair when I want to right. um, and I can wear whatever the hell I want to work. Um, nice. So that's pretty nice. And also, if you ever are working and you're like, oh, I would like to have a snack right now, mm-hmm. you can have a snack right now, which is also a very nice thing of working in the kitchen. Um, but you know, some people leave and they have their, they get grown up jobs, or I think Carly calls them normal people jobs. Um, and then we don't see them anymore, but they go <laughs> on to be wonderful tippers. And, the servers love them. Can't beat that. So you can't beat that. I had a, an art teacher in high school who, she she really hated me. I, I Well, you know, I think I was a reminder that she was no no longer like a teenage punk rocker. <laughs> she was like a middle-aged mom who, you know, dressed very plainly and, and was teaching shitty high schoolers who didn't care to be in her class. Not um. because it was her class, but because, you know. High school. Yeah. Nobody likes that. Right. Um, but the one thing she did say that I thought was, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, was that everyone should have a six-month stint serving. Yeah. Um, I guess we didn't say serving then. We said bleachersing. Yes. Yeah. You know, not, not as you can see, but, but I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Israel makes the kids go to the army. <laughs> it's we, kind of the same thing. We should, we should uh, make our, our youth serve for a little while (laughs) i think it i think it is it is good to work in the restaurant industry at least in some capacity for a little while um my dad was a terrible tipper Uh like like an embarrassment it was embarrassing he was that bad of a tipper and uh we would go out to dinner like once a week and it got to the point where like i i would i i couldn't argue with him anymore about it and uh I would just quietly leave. I would hide extra money on the table yeah. because, it, you know, one day he was just so mad at me. And he was like, oh, I'm going to tell you what I told grandma. Don't tell me how to spend my effing money. And I was like, <laughs> all right, that's the end of this. Uh, yeah. That's the end of this. And like, but he was always really nice to the wait staff, uh-huh. which just almost made it worse. Yeah. You know, like, he never ran them or anything. I mean, if he didn't like his food, like, it was, that, that was kind of a problem. Right. But. Even though they don't make the food. Well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have a problem with them, but it was a problem for him. Understood. You know, like, this isn't what I thought it was, or, you know, <laughs> or, you know, I'm like, oh, are you serious? One time I actually used my last $30 to pay for a meal that we went out to because, um, I just couldn't bear to hear him complain in the car all the way home. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, this one's on me. And yeah. he was like, oh, really? Thanks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I like couldn't eat lunch at work for like a week, but I was like, I didn't have to hear him complain all the way from Franklin Mills back to uh-huh, Richmond. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right. <laughs> it was all good. I know, embarrassing, like, oh, God, you left $2. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I just put on my debit card, and I was like, 30 bucks, and I think I left like a $10 tip, and I was like, cool. That's like, it. You know, yeah. yeah. It's a sacrifice, you know. It's, it's, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, didn't wanna, you didn't want any wine with your meal. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of wine with that meal. Um, but uh okay so let's um let's talk a little bit about uh about food okay okay so uh so well like what kind of what kind of food do you i mean it, you can't just say oh I just make vegan food okay you know drop the mic and walk away you yeah, know it's like i'm done god no right um so uh like chris rock kind of. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the first time anyone has talked to you know compared me in any capacity to chris, chris rock so that's nice um it is kind of like a fussier version of homestyle food. Okay. Um, it was it started off as homestyle cuisine, so kind of veganized versions of more American 
food classics. And you make a good vegan chicken salad. I do. Thank you. I love yeah. that vegan it's chicken a salad. One. It's a good one. But, but, but you know, it's kind of fun on, on our Saturday night dinners because, um, you know, we're only cooking for 12 people at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's four courses. And it's a different four courses every week. Um, and we have access to some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the creativity is allowed to happen, and I can kind of do whatever whatever I want. Um, so the food has gotten a little more precious, a little, you know, and, and I make a face when I say that because sometimes it's just like, oh, we don't want people to, like, have a few bites of something and then go home and eat a tub of ice cream because they are so hungry. But right. it's four courses. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a it's a decent amount of food mm-hmm. for you to have a really nice experience, try a lot of different things, get a lot of different flavors. Um, and I think also, you know, there's so much good vegan food now mm-hmm. that we have to be on our game. We have to be really good because we want people to come back. Right. And um, and we have to we have to stay with our heads above water, and we have to please everybody. So. Um, so I guess there there's a lot of homestyle influence. Um, it's not like you're not going to see like a gel or a foam on your plate. <laughs> um, everything you can chew, unless it's soup, in which case you know there's it's a hearty, a hearty chunky. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little chunky. Maybe there's something nice on top. Um, but we don't want you to feel like oh my god, I just ate four courses and I'm I'm going to be sick. Right. You know, like we don't we don't want to do that. So the portions are moderate they're not huge mm-hmm. um and, and but there's but there's four courses so there's I four mean, courses yeah. so it adds up to where you're like oh man i'm like the good kind of full mm-hmm. so that's what, that's what we do and that's the kind of food it is uh when we do weddings uh we either serve them family style or buffet style mm-hmm. so then you can have a lot of food if you want to right. or you don't if you don't want to um and we give a lot of options there even though it's all home style vegan food kind of a little elevated mm-hmm. um so that people who aren't vegan or vegetarian at a wedding which mm-hmm. is normally like 80 percent of the people there right you're you find something that you like and if you're not adventurous you at least find something that's familiar to you right so so you don't want to go to a wedding and be like, no, no, nothing, none of this. What is this? What am I? Yeah. Which is usually how vegans feel at regular weddings. Um, for example, um, I'll give you two. Okay. Would you like examples? I would love examples. My two favorite meals at weddings. The first uh, was uh, Mike and I, husband, uh, is also vegan, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, got a cylinder of tofu. You know, like those six-ounce tomato paste cans. <laughs> so picture someone made that into a mold, and they put that into a block of tofu, and they pulled it out, and they dropped it in a fryer without any flavor. And you know what tofu does without any any coating on the outside? Oh, yeah, sure. it is. It just sort of sucks in the oil a little bit. Uh, surrounded in a plate of uh, a little, um, I guess it was artfully done, uh, like little sun rays of baby carrots um, out from the tofu cylinder. And we drank dinner that night. <laughs> um, and then my second favorite was a half of a tomato inside of puff pastry. Just the tomato, you know, just there it is. <laughs> uh, wow. So no, nothing else. I, maybe there were baby carrots in that scenario too. Um, we, we drank dinner on that occasion as well. Um, when I, when I was a vegetarian, um, I didn't know you were a vegetarian. Yeah, I was a vegetarian for like six years. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, from like high school, out past college. Yeah, for for six years. Cool. And um, and my mom was for a little while. Uh-huh. And my stepdad's niece was getting married, uh, at some country club like way out in the suburbs. Okay. And um, the vegetarian plate was like, like. Four pieces of like vegetable mm-hmm. on a plate. <laughs> it's good it was on a plate and not like in a trough or something. You know what? If it was in a trough, there would have been more of it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was so pissed. And it cost the same. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And and like you don't want to say anything because like you don't want to like say something to somebody on their wedding that like right. you know. But yeah there was a lot of, there was a lot of drinking that night yeah. and, yeah. and sometimes it's just what are you gonna do you're hungry 
you yeah. can't leave, maybe you find some dinner rolls. Yeah. You know? Um, sometimes or maybe an hors d'oeuvre. Sometimes there's, mm-hmm. yes, hors d'oeuvre or, or salad. Um, but yeah, you know, I'd rather someone just... It's very... Let me back up. It's very nice for someone getting married who has invited you oh, yeah. to consider your dietary needs. Yeah, and, well, yeah. and, and I think more often than not, it's the caterer says, oh yeah, I got this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't blame the people that are that are yeah. having the wedding because they're just told like, hey, you know, well we have some friends that are vegans. Can you accommodate that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. You, and you and think that as a professional that yes. they will accommodate it correctly. Right. And unfortunately, sometimes you know, not not all caterers are as honest as you want them to be, and or as familiar. Yeah, and which is and, fine. And it's, I don't think that's even acceptable anymore because of the internet. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! I never made any vegan food. I don't even know what the fuck vegan food is. Hey, internet. <laughs> that's like what it's there for. Yeah, just Google that. I mean, like I, I, my friend Ryan's girlfriend Jamie has a vegan cooking show on YouTube. Oh really? Yeah, it's called Save the Kales. I know Jamie. I just talked to her today. I'm interviewing her at the end of the month. Oh, that's great. Yeah, she's yeah. so cute. Oh, she's great. And mm-hmm. and she um she dates Ryan Hill, who's a comic. Up oh, in that's really cool. Well, we are going to see them at the Bethlehem Veg Fest at the end of the month. What is that? August twenty third. Oh nice. And I'm doing a demo because I am not schlepping a <laughs> van full of food to Bethlehem. But why? Well, I have, we have, we've done a wedding, in, but not, for a wedding, we'll, we'll, we'll do anything, we'll juggle if you want us sure. to. Um, I'm going to do a demo. Very there. cool. So, I will see her, and we'll have you to talk about. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah. What I'm, a small world, isn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing a show that Ryan books at Steel Stacks. I'm doing a show, and then I'm going to, uh, I'm going to interview Jamie at some point while I'm up there. Oh, that's great. So, I think it's going to be fun. Um, I was watching her show. It's actually it's it's, it's, it's a cute show. It's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What a little world. See, Seriously. you're linked into the vegan community. Oh yeah. There you go. I can't walk into a room anywhere anymore without like knowing people. I think I've lived in this town for too long. You're the mayor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I want that title. No. But. Okay. We'll, we'll leave that to another if you want. There for you now, go. For now. For now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. So, um, so do you have like do you feel like you have like a signature dish? Something that like when, when like you make it, you're like, this is mine. People link this to me when they eat it. They're like, hey, like, like there are certain <laughs> things that you make that I love, like uh-huh. the like the the vegan chicken salad yeah. or the little tiny uh, crab cakes. Those crab cakes are definitely they're the bomb. Those are yeah. So I think our um, artichoke and hearts of palm crab cakes uh-huh. are either you know entree size or hors d'oeuvre size are both super linky to us if we can say that. And oddly enough, we make really good Brussels sprouts. I know you say that, but the only person who has not loved my Brussels sprouts is an 11-year-old girl who didn't like that they were kind of sweet. Um, I don't, I don't. Yet, yet, I, yet, I yet, don't. Yet, I don't. No. I said Brussels sprouts too. So when we do wedding tastings, we sometimes, um, you know, if the couple realize some couples don't think that anybody that are going to be in attendance at their wedding are going to be happy with the food's vegan, even though the couple might be vegan sure. um, or vegetarian. And so sometimes if there's any sort of hesitation at all, I say, you know what, bring your most carnivorous relative to the tasting. Mm-hmm. And that happened last night. Oh, yeah? And she loved my Brussels sprouts. Huh. And I know this, I shouldn't have chosen Brussels sprouts to say because people are like, oh, yeah, of course she's going to say Brussels sprouts are like kale. Um, Brussels sprouts are a universally hated vegetable. They're because they. So if are, you can get somebody to yes. like them, then well, yeah. because I think that you know, for so many so many years, the solution for Brussels sprouts was, you know, steam them, it, until they turn like neon green, or take them out of a can, in, at which point I've like, never seen Brussels sprouts in a can. They come in a can. They can. Really? They can can. Yeah. Ah. Um. So I think we have. Uh, I don't know. We uh, I don't think we have like signature signature the dish. Buffalo chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, that was good. That we did the buffalo hot wing and the barbecue seitan sandwiches, and those are always really popular. And our chickpea tuna salad. Mm-hmm. 
those are good. But we, you know, we're not open for walk-in stuff. So right. our menus change so frequently that the only things that make constant appearances are on our cocktail party or wedding party catering menus. Gotcha. And even those change a lot. So it's it's kind of... So do you, do you like, have, like, a favorite or, like, you're just like, oh, I get to make this on really? I think it's, yeah, more like you're, you're saying. Um, I really like... Um, we've been making a lot of dumplings and ravioli, mm-hmm. and those are always my favorite because I love pasta. Sure. Um, I make a really good chipotle cream sauce, Ooh. and we've been making all of our creamy stuff, like all of our mayonnaise-based things. We make the mayo from scratch, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome because you know the, the flavor is controlled there because it doesn't come out of a jar. Sure. Um, but. Uh, I guess I guess the other thing would be I've been experimenting with um, with cashew based cheeses lately. Oh yeah. So um, so that's been kind of awesome. Huh. Yeah, kind of soft like a spreadable cheese that okay. can add you know sea salt, rosemary, put a little truffle oil in it to get nice on crackers. Very nice on crackers. Yes, yes. Um, hmm. But yeah, I uh, I eat I eat more simply at, at home. Yeah. Much to the dismay of the mister, who probably sees all the pretty pictures on Instagram, and then we have, like, spaghetti, you know? You know what, though? I, I think that everybody who lives with chefs, like, they, they say the same thing. It's, yeah. Or uh, people who live with, like, uh, contractors, like plumbers. Uh-huh. And pl- like, they're, you know, I've, I, I'm... There's a guy that lives in my neighborhood, and I'm friendly with his wife, and she's always like, he's always out fixing everything, and we have, like, a house full of stuff that needs to be fixed. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do you want to work when you come home? Yeah. And, you know, like, you just, you want to come home and sit down, and, you yeah. know, you, you see nice. a leaky toilet, and he sees three more hours of something that he just spent right. nine hours doing. I'm, I'm grateful that I work in front of a stove instead of in front of a toilet. Um, but I, I guess... Both I, are essential, though. Yeah. <laughs> Both are. I, I try to a lot you know, a handful of nights a week mm-hmm. that I cook. Right. And then the other nights it's kind of like, oh, let's get sushi or let's eat spaghetti or, you know, something easy. Right. But I try. I try real hard. I think everybody's like yeah. that. You know, you, you do what you can and then some nights you're just ordering a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> or a tomato pie. Or a tomato pie. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's some days you're just friends with the delivery man. It's true. It's it true. Happens. The sushi man knows us. There's a place in Center City that, um, I forget what it's called, but they have really great sweet potato rolls. Oh, yeah? So, um, sweet potato and avocado and cucumber, like maki, mm-hmm. um, and those are... Those I are ate at this sushi cheap. place, and it blew my mind. A fat salmon? It's like seventh and something. Hmm. And, like, the rolls were so big. You know, usually you pick up a roll, you just pop it in your mouth. Like, uh-huh. I could not. I was, like, sticking it in my mouth and just using the heel of my hand to just kind of, like, <laughs> shove the rest of it in. And oh, I wasn't sure if, like. she said. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. Grown. <laughs> if, if but it was really good, though. You should check that check that place out. I'm okay. sure they have, like, I'm sure they have, like, vegan like vegetarian like vegetable sushi you know what I mean like I'm sure they have to but the the menu was like a bible was it fat? it was it was fat it was it was was a fat yes (laughs) breaking breaking news uh, Oscar the cat just (laughs) just woke up from his nap well this must be an exciting interview for him yeah he's yeah, he looks. Uh, he looks pleased. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, any other places you uh, you you like to uh, you like to hit for uh, yeah for vegan food? Yes. Well, um, for coffee and bagelry, uh-huh. um, I love the Grindcore House. Okay. It's not called the Grindcore House. It's called Grindcore House, unless you're an old lady that puts the in front of things. My mom does the that. Acme. Um, I went to the Wawa the other day. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you, you went to that that one, the Wawa. Or, or she'll also say, um, can you run to Wawa's and get me a skippy Wawa's. some milk? I'm like, there is no Mr. Wawa. <laughs> I love There's that. no Mr. Target. Like, <laughs> I got to go to CVS's or, or yeah. something. Yeah, no, that's very funny. Um, mm. So Grand Court House, I love that place mm-hmm. very much. They have really good coffee and... I go there any morning that I don't have to be at work super early, and I get coffee there. Nice. Um, 
this is fun. I'm brain farting uh, pretty hard right now. <laughs> well, there's, um, a, there's a lot of vegan places open in downtown, like in like Oh, yeah. So, area so yeah, for um, I, uh, V Street is going to be opening soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those from the veg people, right? From the veg people, and mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty awesome, and cool. I can't wait to see what they come up with. And there's a, there's a place down here um, called uh, Vegan Commissary. Uh-huh. Oh, I heard about that place. My friend Pat went there. And yeah. he said it was really, really good. So there's that. Um, you know, Blackbird does a great vegan pizza, so you don't have to get tomato pie. Sure. Um, but recently, anytime I go visit my mom, I somehow coerce her into going to Blue Sage, uh-huh. um, which is in Southampton, PA. Um, and it's right around the corner from where I grew up and was a saving grace as a vegetarian teenager out in Bumblefuck to be able to, you know, go to a, an entirely vegetarian restaurant. Sure. Um, and they have an awesome lunch. And their menu just changed, and it was it was delicious. So I really like that. And then if if we have a Sunday off together, we might you know drive all the way out to New Hope and go to Sprig and Vine, uh, which is also just really really good. Nice, nice. Hey, yeah. you should check out uh, Tacanelli's. Does a nice tomato pie. Tacanelli's. Where is that? It's um it's by my house. Uh, yeah. It's a it's. So a, I should go to north part of Philadelphia. It's right next to Fishtown. It's so far. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I'm in the South Philly bubble. Yeah, everybody's you know? in the Do you know how much time I spend in South Philly and nobody ever comes to nobody where I live? Nobody comes there. Well, yeah, we're like pretty sufficient. I, I live five blocks from work, which is why we're meeting at my house and not at work because I needed to come home. Uh, and uh, yeah, I pretty much spend my existence in like a mile radius. It's really sad. You gotta get out of there. I have you gotta... to. Once in a while, oh, we visit a, uh, am I, I'm interrupting your pizza store. Okay. Um, I think we're gonna be doing a dinner pretty soon at a flower farm, which is exciting. Like, a in the field dinner, okay. which is... You should, uh, sounds, bring a photographer. Yeah, that, that it sounds neat. epic, doesn't it? It's it so beautiful. Um, and so we were still technically in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. You know, the zip code's Philadelphia, but we were on some amazing property that was just kind of, like, tucked away. Nice. Um, and so when that sort of thing happens, or, like, yesterday I visited a wedding venue, um, an Arboretum. Uh-huh. you're just surrounded in grass and trees, and it's just like, oh, my God, I needed this. <laughs> I yeah. spend too much time in South Philadelphia. Yeah, sometimes it's 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 nice. I like I like going out to the suburbs. Uh, I, like occasionally I'll do like a show like in in like a like a no man's land like uh, Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Like I've done a show in Lancaster. I did a show in Lancaster a couple months ago. And they laugh out there, huh? <laughs> they laugh quietly. Out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I have a funny story to tell you about that too. But I'll tell you later. Please. Um, but, like, driving through there is really nice. Uh-huh. But then when I was driving home at, like, 11.30 and, like, everything was closed. You can't get gas. I mean, everything except the Wawa and the Sheets, which uh, live, con- like, conjunctually next to each other. Which Wawa's? Is Wawa's. No, like, like <laughs> Wawa's plural. There were Wawa's plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Sheets. Sheets. Uh, sheets. Yeah, she- I guess it would be Sheets, right? That'd be the plural. Um, <laughs> like... And that's it. Everything yeah. else is and Waffle House and like, oh, but man. like, but I mean, as far as like things to do, uh-huh. nothing. Clothes, no, nothing. No. no, and I would kill myself. Like, there's, I just couldn't do it. Nobody would find you for days. No, no. Even yeah. when I was out in LA, I noticed that like they roll up the sidewalks kind of early, which is kind of funny for a Big large, city. large town <laughs> like that. And I don't. Ugh. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, no. So Tacanelli's is a is a pizza place that's been in Parchment since like the '40s. And then they have this big, um, you know, those big uh, wood oven things. Wood oven things, yeah. yeah. We, uh, we usually get our tomato pie. So we were getting tomato pie for a little while at Cash's. Mm. And then, you know, you have to request it without cheese because they love to sprinkle Parmesan yeah, on yeah. it, even though the point of it is not to have any cheese on it. Right. And then, surprise, someone who finally understood what I was saying said, actually, there's cheese in the sauce. Oh, so, yeah, some people do that. They, so yeah. that's kind of a bar. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so but there's like Franco Luigi's, and there's like Slice. Franco Slice, un- Slice gets awesome. it, and they... Um, Slice is expensive, though. It is expensive, yeah. um, but they... It seems that the veggies they put on the pizza are like real vegetables, not out of a can. Or, yeah. So, yeah, they, and they're they, very they, nice. 
That's yeah. one thing. Yeah, the guy, I I go to the one occasionally downtown on Sansom. Uh-huh. Because uh, it's on my way to Helium, and uh, sometimes I'll stop and get a piece of pizza, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy that always is working there is always super nice. The kids they have, you know, just bringing people up are always really nice. Yeah. And, like... And I know that you don't really care about this, but yes. like when you, you have pepperoni on oh, yeah, pizza, I don't care. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Go ahead. Like you know when they're like when they're the size of like a drink coaster, uh-huh. you know that they've been sitting in a bag somewhere for like a long time, oh, and I see. they're just kind of like super overprocessed, crazy pepperoni, which is, which is good for certain things, but not so much for that. And they like they have like the thick cut little pepperoni pieces, which are like. That's a spicy pizza. Yeah, it gives a little bit of a little bit of a bite, you know, oh. and it's and it's good pepperoni. But they, but yeah, their veggies are good too, though. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. I think I, I like to go there mainly because they're nice. That's like my my threshold for like Dude, customer service is a big deal and customer service. That doesn't make sense. You're no. at least I don't know if you're if you're if you want to be a grump or you don't want to talk to anybody, like don't work interfacing with people. I agree. That's not, not cool, man. I agree. I, I never understood that. It's like, I mean, obviously they can't just quit and find another job, but maybe they should start thinking about finding another job, start looking for a job where you don't have to deal with people. And, like, I don't like people at all. <laughs> and, um, I sometimes have to deal with them, but less than when I was working at a call center and I had to call them every day. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I think it's, uh, I think we tolerate a lot, too. And then, yeah. I don't know. I guess back to the tipping thing, mm-hmm. we're trained to just tip regardless. Mm-hmm. And I would never say don't tip because that's terrible. And I'm a huge proponent of tipping extremely generously. You had to like spit in my face yeah. for me to yeah. not tip I, you at all. I, I don't think yeah. I've ever not tipped or tipped. I think a bad tip for me is 18%. That's mm-hmm. a bad tip. But you know what? The coffee shop, some coffee shop near here, not not ultimate because they're extremely nice. The, mm-hmm. Our local coffee shop around uh-huh. here, they're they're awesome, and they'll know like we come in and they get the soy milk ready to put on the bar. Like that's really cool. But there's another one, and they're just at this other place. They're just snarky and like kind of mm-hmm. standoffish and rude. And I still put a dollar in the tip cup after I get my like plain coffee because I feel like I should. But it's like, oh, you're so mean. Why am I gonna? I think it. This. I think if it's like a place like that and they are super dicks, yeah, don't tip them. Like, that's a rule of thumb. I that's that's kind of how I roll. If there's change, I might just th- toss the change in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do sort of draw the line at. Um, I'm gonna treat you however I want, and you're still gonna give me extra money. Uh huh. I kind of draw the line at that. Okay. Um. But you really have to really, really treat me bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I think yeah. the better solution, I mean, for me anyway, is just not to go there. Yeah. Because we have Ultima, which is right here, like I said. And, and Joey Joe's. Joey Joe's is closed. <gasps> no more Joey Joe's. Forever? Forever. They had the best chicken coffee sandwich. It was I so good. Know. I know. I'm telling you. Oh. It was good. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they are closed. Um, But one block away from where I live, there's oh. Ultima, and they have co- coffee and beer in the same establishment oh. which is really great oh happy day and um and like i said they have soy milk so if yeah. i want to get coffee there um i don't have to have it black that's just not how i take my coffee there um and then the tap room does a good job at accommodating us too mm-hmm. which is right around the corner from ultimo and frequently we start working really early so um and, and by the time it's like normal people drinking time mm-hmm. we're tired the kids me and kitchen people that I work with um so we day drink once in a while and that's where we'll go and they always have good snacks for us I love day drinking it's, really it's like nice. the best yeah it's like nobody's around bar and it's still light out so uh, do stuff one of the things that I it's like I miss like I work the nine to five thing now and what I miss is like going out and doing things without everybody else doing I it know. at the same time yeah like the South Philly shop right at 7 a.m is so much different than the South Philly shop right at like five or six p.m. Oh yeah. Oh man, it's it's like supermarket sweep. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Just go through like yeah. Even even driving around like, um, on the weekends, you know, well during the week, you know, all the lunatics that don't drive normally are locked up in their offices, sure. and on the weekends they're on the loose. They're out and, and out. It, and you're ragey. just like, oh my god. Super ragey. Yeah. They don't know how to use turn signals. Uh-huh. They're just in a hurry to take their shitty kids somewhere, or 
you know, to go somewhere that they never get to go because they're always locked up in their office somewhere. That's and, true. And also oh. they're hungry. I've noticed yeah. that people in traffic, like, I don't know about you, but I pack a car snack yep. frequently. That's what I love driving about around with you because you've always There's had car always snacks. Car <laughs> snack. And so it is my theory that um, if everyone just had a car snack, rush hour traffic would be so much better. That's true. Because people are hungry and cranky. And if you just have something to crunch on, mm -hmm. man, it's a whole it's a whole new world. It is. Uh, my friend Pat's dad uh, keeps, like, candy and, like, a, like a bag of, like, I would definitely be having other like, crackers or Cheerios or... Yeah, just, just something. Just something to, like, chew on. Mindlessly and, munch. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it and it is better, most definitely. Because at 5 o'clock, you're hungry. Yeah. I don't care how big your or lunch like was. Or, like, any time. I don't know about you, but I could snack pretty much any time. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Look at me. I mean, come on. <laughs> don't degrade yourself. <laughs> but snacking is... I don't know. It's that's, an Olympic sport to me is what I'm saying. Okay? That's, all, that's all I'm saying. I'm fine with it. I'm good at it. you got to go with your strengths, my mom always says. <laughs> Do what you're good at. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so that's, anyway, um, if I were president... Uh, everyone would have a snack. That's, that's, that's why I think like the English are kind of on to like the four o'clock tea time because oh, yeah. they also have snacks with the tea. Yeah, you can just have tea without your crumpets, man. Yeah. Like cookies and like, and, like little, little, little those little cute little sandwiches. Little sandwiches, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. So good. Oh, All right, well, I guess dinner. Yeah, we should wrap this up and uh, eat some dinner. That sounds great. All right, so uh, you uh, have any have any advice for uh, anybody who's like thinking about dipping their toe into? Uh, the vegan waters before we go? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot easier now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. um, the internet is full of good and bad information. True. Um, vegan, you, you know, you can get vegan food if you live in the city pretty much anywhere mm -hmm. uh, nowadays. And, um, you know, always, you know, go with, go with your gut on things. You know, if, if being vegan doesn't necessarily mean, you know, eating like a crunchy hippie, but it also doesn't have to mean eating super processed everything. Um, it just, you know, means doing the least amount of harm and not eating animal products in your diet or sure. wearing any animal products on your body. Um, so I guess as far as advice goes, you know, do what works for you. Um, find some friends. There's a lot of meetup groups in different cities. I, that's how I met a lot of uh, vegan people at catered events for um, mm -hmm. different vegan meetup groups. Um, and yeah, stick to it. Even when people make fun of you, it's okay. They're just looking for an excuse to make fun of someone. There you go. There you go. All right. That was stupid. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. Yeah, we should eat. We should have a snack. Yeah, okay. most definitely. <laughs> thanks, Nicole. All right, well, thanks for uh, doing this. Yeah. And thanks for dinner. Pleasure. You're and, welcome. Uh, I think Oscar's uh, cleaning himself, and I He's think that's our ready. cue to go. Okay. All right, so uh, stop by Miss Rachel's Pantry. What's that address? 1732 West Pashunk Avenue. Pashunk for all of you who are not local <laughs> in South Philadelphia. All right, and what's the website? MissRachelsPantry.com. All right. Yeah. All right, well, catch us next time, and uh, stop by the restaurant. Yeah.